You are listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break, episode number 97. Today's episode podcast is with Asha Bailey. She is an amazing wedding photographer from California, US, and I got her on the show because she's talking at the Wedding Photography Summit coming up and I really want to bring you the speakers so you can get to know them a little bit more before the actual event. So if you don't know about the Wedding Photography Summit yet, we're hosting the world's biggest wedding photography workshop to really put on a celebration to celebrate our community, celebrate our wins, celebrate the lows, celebrate working on our own, all those type of things because look, it can be hard, especially as a wedding photographer, wearing all the hats, doing everything alone and not always having the community and support we need. So I want to bring the biggest events of the year to you, to your lounge room. You can tune in and it's only $7 for live only and VIP for 12 month access is $47. We also have Gary V which is absolutely incredible. But please keep in mind, Gary V is live only. There's no replay on Gary V. So the FOMO is real. You have to show up live. You have to show up and see what happens. So I'm actually interviewing Gary. We're doing a Q&A and it's going to be really interesting. But hey, enough about the Wedding Photography Summit. It is coming up. You better go buy your tickets because I don't want you missing out. And today we're talking to Asha Bailey. She's incredible. She's got so much energy. She brings so much energy to the table. I woke up at five o'clock or four o'clock in the morning to make this podcast episode happen for you guys. And she met me with so much energy and I love that. So it's pretty rare that I get to talk to people where they match my energy and man, we just hit it off. So Asha is definitely a friend that I didn't know I didn't have that I really need. So we're definitely going to do something in the future together. So I won't waste any more of your time. If you do want to say hello to either of us, I'm jailong.co on Instagram. She's Asha Bailey underscore on Instagram. And we both would love to hear your thoughts in the DMs. And hey, get to know her a little bit more before the show so you can understand where she's coming from and you know the energy she's going to be bringing. Without further ado, let's get straight into the episode. Hey, I've got Asha here talking with me and I'm so excited. I've been following her work, loving her work for a little while now and um, I actually found her work not too long ago and when I found it, I was like, why haven't I been following her for my whole life? So I'm really excited because she's actually speaking at the Wedding Photography Summit coming up and um, I want you guys to get to know her a little bit more. So hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm so stoked to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, I know that you uh, shot a wedding yesterday. I did. You got a little bit of time off. A little bit. Five seconds off. Ready for the podcast. So stoked. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually going to ask you a few questions about that. But before we do, I'd love to know a little bit about you, who you are, and then we're going to get into how you made your break as well. Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. So who are you and what do you do? So I'm Asha. <laughs> I'm a wedding photographer. I live in San Diego, California. I started photography so early. I had a camera since middle school, like sixth grade. So I always tell people, if I knew you in middle school, I have embarrassing photos of you for sure. Cause I just had a camera <laughs> everywhere with me all the time. <laughs> but I actually went to college for um, marketing. So I really had no intention of being a wedding photographer as a job, but I had a marketing job in college my sophomore year. And I started doing like graduation photos for my friends and for you know, other people, I started charging money and I was like, wait, I can do this. I love this. This is what I do as a hobby. And so I started doing grad photos and I kind of fell into wedding photography. One day I told my friend, I was like, I kind of want to do this. And she was like, Oh, perfect. I know somebody getting married in like two days and they need a photographer. And I was like, what? I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I was so scared, but it was the perfect first wedding because it was seven people. It was on a boat. It was so tiny and intimate. So I was like, okay, if I mess up, nobody will notice because it's so small. I've got this. So that was my very first wedding. And from there I fell in love with it and just started kind of building my brand up from there. That's awesome. How long ago was that? That was in, I want to say 20, 
17, I think. Yeah, so pretty recent. Yeah, it's not been a long time at all, but it's been a lot of work in between there and now for sure. Yeah, I can definitely see your work ethic from just from the outside. So I want to ask, like, um, it looks like from the outside, it looks like your business is absolutely blown up. You've got so many bookings. You did a post the other day on Instagram and you're just showing like how many bookings and inquiries you got coming on. So how's it feel now, like from where you started to, to now, like barely getting any time to get onto the podcast? <laughs> I know, I know. It's insane because I remember starting out and I remember like begging for work basically. And it's, I will never take it for granted the fact that people want to work with me now because I remember being like, I would do stuff for free all the time and I would do stuff for $25. My first photo shoot, I think it was literally $25 if it wasn't free. And it's crazy now because that's how I am as a person. I work really hard at everything I do. Mm. So to be able to actually visually see, because not everybody has a timeline laid out like Instagram does for you, where you see your work where you started and you see your work now. And, you know, not every job has that. So to be able to look at that and see like, holy shit, like I've come a long way in such a short amount of time and people can see that. It's just, it feels very rewarding and it's just, it's awesome. It's crazy. Like I'm booked for 2022 and that's fucking crazy to me. Cause I was like, wait, what? I still, I'm like, people want me? Like, what are you sure? Like there's so many good people out there. It's, it's crazy to me still. Yeah. Such a good feeling. Do you, I know she's just talking about like you're reflecting back there, but do you reflect back much or are you mostly just looking forward all the time? Like, you know that it might run out and it might not be here forever and you're kind of chasing the next thing. I feel like I always just live in the future. That's like, it's a good thing and a bad (laughs) thing for me, for sure. That's just how my brain is. I'm always like, all right, next five-year plan, next five-year plan. I know you saw my my story, I was like writing down my goals for the rest of the year. That's just how my brain works. But I mean, I'm not always reflecting back like, wow, that's crazy how far I've come. But I've always have, I always have that feeling with me like, this is crazy. Like, this is insane. I always feel so grateful for the fact that people, you know, want me there for their wedding. It's crazy. Yeah. I think um, I actually have a bit of a problem of not being able to do it as much as I wish I could. So I never really look back. And right. the other day I was saying to my wife and I was like, when is my business going to blow up? Like, why is things taking so long? And she was like, yeah. if you seen where you are from five years ago, right. you'd be so like mind blown. You know what I mean? But I forget. I was saying like, it's hard. It's a, it's a, blessing <laughs> a curse to live in the future like that because it never feels like you've made it. It always feels like, all right, next step, like next thing we got to do. And I feel like that's a good practice for, sure. for both us to just be like, no, we have made it. We are so much further. This is where we wanted to be at some point, you know, and to just kind of live in that moment for a little bit and be grateful and happy for it. It's hard, but I mean, it's good for us to do that for sure. Hey, you were talking about goal setting for a second there. Do you set big goals that you go after that is like more unachievable? So I call them like unrealistic goals, or do you tend to do more like goals that are like, oh, I know I can achieve these and I'm just going to put it out. So I've got some focus. So the question is, is it for you to push yourself to new heights or is it to keep you on track and focused? I think it's both. I think the unrealistic part of my goals is how many I set for the amount of time that I want to do something. (laughs) Uh, I feel like I always set things. I always make them, you know, realistic where I'm like, all right, like if I do the steps, I can get here. But then I'm like, here's a hundred of those It might not be realistic for me to do that. But as long as I can get as many as I can done, then we're good. So for me, I I like to set, you know, realistic ones where I'm like, I can for sure get this. But for me also, the amount of stuff I set up for myself might be a little bit unrealistic to somebody who's not psycho like me, always trying to do the next thing. Has anyone said that you've had, you got ADD or ADHD? <laughs> no, but you know what? I should probably get that checked out because I'm actually crazy. Like I always, I, I can't focus on one thing. I have to be doing something all the time. Otherwise I feel like yeah. I'm wasting time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm exactly the same. People have been telling me that my whole life. I've never been checked out, but I'm like, I don't care though. I love doing what I want to do. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With your goals, do you write them down often or is it something that you sort of go back to like every six months or every few months sort of thing? I feel like it's an every sort, every few months sort of thing. I like to write them down. I have them in my notes on my phone, but I think writing them down really feels like, all right, this is, it's like holding yourself accountable. Like this is written down. I'm going to come back and see this. And if I, 
if I haven't, you know, made any progress, I'm going to feel like shit. Like I got to, you know, make myself feel like I'm doing good things, making myself feel like I'm putting in the work to get to where I want to be next. So I think it's an every few months type of thing. But I mean, I know in my head, I'm just the type of person like these are the things I need to get done for the day, for the week. And then I live on Google Calendar. So like my whole life is planned out on there. So I know what I've got to do every day. So but for the big goals, every every few month type of thing, checking in with myself. Sounds like you're very self-motivated and you're able to keep yourself accountable. So not many people can do that. And it's it's definitely something that I, I think we have the same personality, something that I have. Like, I don't need someone to tell me what to do. I just write down a goal. Then I'm like, shit, i got to get this goal done. Like, <laughs> the people around me are like, you're crazy. Just relax for five seconds. Like, you're, you're going to be fine. I'm like, no, I need to get this done. And then we can do whatever we need to do after that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, my whole life I've heard people telling me to slow down. In fact, I think just lately I've had a couple of friends and they're telling me that like, Jai, you're going to get tired soon. Like, you'll get tired. But I realized... Here's the thing. I think when you're passionate about life and you're passionate about going after something, changing your life, doing what you do, like, and you love doing it, you don't get tired. And I don't know about you, and I know you're flying around shooting all the time. Yes, you get exhausted because there's like times when you're just like, why do I take on so much? But you don't get tired because you're just like, I wouldn't be doing anything else though. I did this to myself and I love it and I keep doing it. Physically, I'm tired, but mentally I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to sleep right now because I want to go do the next thing. Like I want to get I want to do all of this stuff because it's fun to me and it's it's exciting to you know to reach those goals that you hit like that's the best feeling in the world and nobody no nothing can replicate that besides you working your ass off and getting your shit done and then making it happen. Okay, I've got two questions for you right here. One is as humans, we usually have like an anchor word and you just said the word it's exciting and so my actual anchor word is exciting so I always say the word exciting. Right. And everyone hates it because I'm like, I'm excited. This is exciting. Right. Like, are you excited? But what an anchor word does, and everyone has one. Sometimes people have a negative one and it brings them down or someone will have a positive one and it almost releases endorphins and it brings you up because when you say the word, you're just ready to go. Do you right. have a word that you often say a lot or people have pulled you up on or that you enjoy saying? Hmm. I feel like I say I'm stoked such a California mm. thing. I feel like I'm like, Oh, I'm stoked for that. Like, let's, let's do it. And then I'm like, so it, I actually, I think there it might is. be exciting too, Jai. I think it might be exciting too. Like things that <laughs> just make me like stoked and excited. It makes me want to be like, all right, let's do it. Let's go. Like, it's going to be fun. So I, I feel like stoked might be it. And I feel so like California surfers saying that, but I think that might be it. <laughs> It's so funny because even when you said the word, you, your face like lit up, you know, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's like, I'm stoked right now. You know, yeah, you can say right. the word, but you can actually use these words. And I didn't even realize this. I learned this not too long ago from a business coach, but they were saying like, if you're ever like feeling tired or anything, you can use those words to bring you back to the space where you are ready to go again. So even when you're tired and you feel like you've exhausted your energy, your creativity, and then you can get excited about something, think about something that's exciting or something that you're stoked about. And then all of a sudden you get it all back and you're ready to go. Right. No, for sure. I definitely feel that. So my second thing I wanted to ask you, because I love jamming with like-minded people that like think just like me. So a lot of people ask me, um, Jai, like if I'm just starting out and I, I don't have any money, like what should I do, right? And I think like you're probably the same. Like I don't know how you grew up, but like you probably right. didn't start off of a bank account full of cash, right? especially in your business. but. One thing is like people forget, and this is something that you kind of touched on, you're getting tired every day because you're like working that hard, is every single day we wake up and we have new energy, new motivation, new creativity, new momentum. We have all these things in the bank that we don't use all the time and we get so hung up on what we don't have in the bank and that's money. And so I think so often like if you have every single morning a bank that replenishes itself. Imagine if it was money, like it's replenishing itself. So you wake up and then it's like, you're not tired anymore. You were yesterday, but now you're ready to go and you've got more energy and you're creative again. Do you think you use it up every single day until you're tired? Or do you think, um, do you ever think that you use more creativity, more energy, more motivation than, than any other resource in your business? For me personally, I feel like my motivation bank doesn't run out. And I feel like it's a blessing and a curse because that's what I'm like, no, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. I have my best friend. She is a graphic designer and I'm always like, Hey, what if we start this business? What if we do this? And she's like, you're doing like a hundred things at once. Like, why don't you just relax and, you know, just work on what you're working <laughs> on? 
No, I, yes. I agree. Like, totally need to relax. But also, what if we did this and this and this? I think this could be huge if we did this. And it's just like, that's what's fun to me is to create more stuff. So for me, I think the actual human physical you need to eat, you need to sleep stuff is the thing that I'm like, oh my God, like, hold on, I got to sleep for eight hours and then I have to eat and then I can get <laughs> Like, I'm literally crazy. That's just what's fun to me. If I could just create and, you know, write down ideas and brainstorm all day, I would do it. That's just the best thing in the world to me. I'm exactly the same. This is just blowing my mind. It's so yeah. funny. Like, I'm like, food? Okay, quickly eat this. And like, yeah. sleep? God damn it. Like, yeah. Because um, <laughs> eight hours later, I can't get back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so funny. I think, um, yeah, for me, like, it, it's so interesting because, I, like, I didn't grow up with any money and I never worry about money because I know I've got energy and I know I can swap energy for money. And right. so I think um, not enough people are using that energy. So for yourself, for instance, like, it sounds like you – you know, you shot a wedding yesterday, you're tired, you went to bed, you woke up, you recorded some stuff, you're on a podcast and today's going to be a long day. And at the end of the day, you're tired because you used all your energy at a maximum level. And then you're ready again the next day and next day. And I think if you're running on that level, you never run out of money. You never run out of opportunities. You never run out of momentum, never run out of creativity because you're too busy working. And I do think that that's a really good point that you brought up is that people are so focused on what they don't have. And mm. I, I mean, I get in that, that headspace too. And it's so easy to fall into like, oh my God, well, this would be so much easier if I had X, Y, Z. And it's like, but you have ABC. So why don't we use that <laughs> and try to get there? You know what I mean? And it, it does take work to get to that mindset. But I think once you do, your life is just so much more fulfilling and so much more you know, you can use your creative energy, you can use your motivation and you have more of that to use because you're focusing on what you have versus what you don't. I love that. Do you think um, your confidence has helped you a lot because you seem like you've got lots of confidence helped you in your business? Right. No, I 100% think that, but I also feel like the thing I told myself throughout college and high school and middle school, when, you know, you're younger, you're so self-conscious, you're so there's the cool kids and you're like, wait, I want to be over there. I want to be with them. I would always think like, oh, I'm not cool enough or I'm not, I don't have their clothes or I don't have this or that or whatever. And I would just tell myself, okay, but they don't know that I feel like this. So I have to fake it. I'm just going to fake it. And obviously we've all heard fake it till you make it. I really think that that is just such a game changer. It's just in life. Just if you don't feel confident, pretend you do because nobody else knows. No one else yes. knows that you don't feel confident. Only you. So you can use that to your advantage and just fucking pretend. You walk in there, you act like you got the job already. You act like you already booked the client. You act like everything. I mean, when people reach out to me, I'm like, oh my God, I'm fucking stoked. This is going to be so fun. Before they book me, before they pay me or anything, I'm like, this is going to be awesome. We're going to do this, this, and this. We're going to get such good... Like, it's like, I'm. It's, it's happened already. Like, it's done. And... <laughs> I feel like that that motivates people and that makes people feel so good. And it makes me feel good because it's just the positive energy that you have changes the way that you look at the rest of your day. So for me, I feel like I wouldn't describe myself as a super confident person in my life, but in my business and how I speak to people, you have to be. Like that's the only way. <laughs> Love that. After this, I'm going to curl up and reply to emails and not talk to anyone for the rest of the day. But for right now, Jai, you're going to get my 100% energy because that's how it has. <laughs> bring it, bring it. It's so good. I love that. Like um, inside my course, the, the business map, when people ask me like, how do you respond to emails and inquiries? Like, how do you book so many? And I'm like, I don't let people not book me though. You know right. what I mean? Like I don't ask, I don't ask someone like, hey, do you want to book me? I'm like, they got right. in touch with me. So they want something. They want so I'm me. just going to get to work. Until they, like, if they don't pay the invoice, like, I still work for them. I'm like, oh, okay, so you couldn't afford me or whatever. Like, I've still got resources. I can still do an engagement shoot for you. I can still do something, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because they, if they reached out, they're taking that initial step. That's the hardest part is getting yeah, in touch with them. And reaching if they're out. For you, they're crossing that bridge for you. That's like, you're halfway there. Like, they want you. All you have to do is be yourself at that point. Love that. One thing I um I coach people to do because not everyone has like because I've got a lot of confidence as well. It's not in my personal life, but it's in business for sure. Right, right. Like I, I grew up like very much on the streets and I've got that that street smart. So right. it was always like I could get my way anywhere because I acted confident all the time. But um I tell people to go back to a place 
in their minds when they felt real comfortable. So for instance, like if they're like shooting a wedding and then they're thinking like, I've got social anxiety. I don't know if these people are going to love me, like whatever, about to walk in the room, haven't met everybody. And I always say like, go back to a place when you felt like you just hit a win, like you hit a goal, you felt confident, your friends loved you, like something happened. And think about that for a second and then walk in the room like that. So that's what's going on. And I think that really does help a lot of people because just going back into that headspace, you forget how much our mind controls everything. Everything. Constantly. Your, your brain is it. Like you're, you and you control your brain, even though it feels like, you know, we don't a lot of the time. You control <laughs> how you come off, how you present yourself and how ultimately how people perceive you. And I mean, if they don't perceive you the way that you are coming off, then that's okay. You're not going to, you're not for everybody. And that's another thing that I, I love. I'm not for everybody. I don't want to be for everybody. I don't strive to be for everybody, but the people that I am for will find me and it's going to be fucking great. And we're going to have a great time. But I think like when you see people that you want to be around, like I know when someone walks into the room and they're confident immediately, like they have my attention and I'm like, wow, like they're awesome. I want to be like that person even though they could be looking at me and being like, oh, I want to be like her because she's confident. I'm not perceiving myself like that. I'm just looking at them and being like, they're so confident. They're awesome. Even if they don't feel like that, I don't know. I'm just looking at how they're presenting themselves. And that's just, when you realize that and you recognize that you can be whatever you want to be because you control that. You control how you come off to people and why not choose confidence? Why choose anything else other than confidence? Yeah, it's so interesting. Like I think at school, like I realized really quickly, like all the bullies, they would never bully me because one, I was confident and two, if they bullied me, I didn't care. Right. And so it wasn't it wasn't like a fun thing for them to do. Right. But it's so interesting because like I think when you have confidence, you do become a magnet. Like people are so attracted, like I am. Like you're saying, like someone walks in the room, they've got confidence. It doesn't matter how they're dressed, what's going on, what they look like or anything, they've got confidence then all of a sudden, like, there's nothing negative I'm thinking about that person. It's only positive. I'm like, oh, my exactly. God, I want to go talk to that person. If they're dressed weird or if they're completely different to me, I'm like, I want to yeah. go find out their story. Like, I want to yeah. know what's going on, you know? Exactly. Magnetizing people. A hundred percent. And it's it's everyone. Everyone's attracted to confidence. And sometimes it manifests itself as, like, negative emotions, like jealousy, but you're, you're always noticing that person one way or another. You know what I mean? Like they're the person that you look at regardless of what you are feeling. It's like you want, you're, you're attracted to them in one way or another. And I think that's awesome. One cool thing you said just before is like you fake it on the inside. And I think a lot of people don't realize that like no one actually cares about you. And I think so many of us, we get so caught up thinking like someone's looking at me, someone's looking at my hair, my hair's a little bit wet right now. Like people are thinking, people are comparing, people are you know, whatever it is, they're judging me. But like, hey, how many times do we judge our own Instagram, our own look, our own profile photo, our own captions, our own right. website, our own everything? And we think everyone else does. But how many times do you actually judge other people's? Like, do you have Never, time to judge other people's? I don't care. Never. And like, that's the exactly. thing. Is nobody <laughs> fucking cares about you nearly as much as you think they do. Like, yep. how many times do we watch our own Instagram stories, Jai? Be honest. Too like, many times. Too many, <laughs> many times. times. Just go through and watch it over and over and over again. And we're thinking like, did they notice this? Did they see this? Did I come up like this? And guaranteed people watched it once. If they watched it at all, they probably tapped through it. Because our Instagram story so long. No one cares. But it's so funny. And I try to remind myself. Oh, God. I tell myself that. But it's still so easy to get... Like you're in front of people all the time. So of course you're like, how are they perceiving me? But they're not, they have their first impression of you nine times out of 10. And then it's, that's it. They, they don't think about you again, which is so freeing when you really think about it, because it's like, you can free yourself of what worrying what everybody's thinking about you because they're just not. And that's awesome and amazing. Cause you just have to think how often are you thinking about those people you follow on Instagram? You're not because it doesn't matter. I always think about um, like for me, I'm a mirror and a sounding board. So if someone says something negative to me, like I think I've just like worked on my confidence so much that I don't even acknowledge it's for me. Like for instance, if someone's like, oh, you're really ugly, right? Like I wouldn't sit here and go, am I? Because right, I'm like, right. well, I know, I know what I look like. But I think about how, geez, they must feel like that about themselves. Like they must be in a bad place right now. And then I start thinking like, how can I help that person? Right. That's something for me too is, I empathize so much and I'm so to the point where I recognize where 
if somebody has something to say, it's always a reflection of how they feel about themselves. No matter what it is, if it's positive, negative, if someone says something really beautiful to you, you know that they are genuinely just a good person because they gain nothing from telling you that. But if somebody says something really negative, you know that they're coming from a place where they feel like they have to get something from by telling you that for themselves because they don't feel you know, they need that validation for themselves or they need to feel like they're above, you know, whatever. And it's just, it's sad. It's it's hard to be mad at somebody that you're like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, that was a kind of dick thing to say, but you're probably in a bad place. So, you know, I'm not going to be mad at you. Like, I hope you, I hope you can get help or, you know, whatever it is, but I totally, anything anyone says to you, is it completely a direct reflection of how they feel about themselves every time? Every time. Even like my friends the other day that were telling me that like, I'm going to start feeling tired and stuff soon. Like, of course, like I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, I know I'm never going to get tired, but I don't want to tell them that because they are tired. So then I'm, I'm not going to be going like, no way, man. Like, I love what I do. I'm passionate. I'm just going to go after it. I'm like, totally. I might get tired. How yeah. are you doing at work right now? Like, <laughs> exactly. are you, you know what I mean? Like, because I know there's a problem here and it's not me. <laughs> are you tired right now? <laughs> yeah, are you tired? Because <laughs> I definitely am not tired. Like, have you seen me lately? Like, <laughs> exactly. Oh, so good. Hey, one thing, um, I don't know if you know um, Igor, he is a London-based photographer and he's just an incredible human being and I interviewed him just the other day and he's got so much style and he's just such a lovely dude, right? But we we're talking about creating your own style and, um, and when he was talking about that, he was saying like so many people that are successful, they have their own style and they're unapologetically themselves and I was thinking about myself as well, like I definitely don't dress successful that's one thing like I remember like when I first especially as like a wedding photographer like sometimes people are like Jai you're not even successful like I mean look at you drive around this old 60s car and like you yeah. wear clothes from like St. Vinny's and yeah. wherever but I think when you're comfortable with yourself and you have your own style I think it does really it oozes confidence but it also it creates like your unique factor that no one else has totally. and I, I would say with you like I was like the, actually the first thing that attracted me to you and the reason why I was like, I have to have this person at the summits because when I looked at you, I was like, holy shit, she has so much style that's unapologetically just doing her thing. And when I see that, I'm like, if someone is confident enough to be unique and lean into their own spark of madness, and I'm like, this is the person that I need with me. So do you feel like... um? sometimes scared, like leaning into your own style? Do you feel like it's a conscious thing? Is it something that you think about? First of all, I love the spark of madness because I feel like that is a very great <laughs> for me. I, I don't know. I feel like for me, I, I don't think about it very much because if you would see me, Jai, show up to my photo shoots, I don't look like this. I, I did extra for the podcast and for the filming, but <laughs> I'm literally, I'm in sweatpants and I'm in like moccasin shoes and like a sweater always. And I show up and, you know, now we're in a mask, obviously in a pandemic, but I would show up no makeup just, but it's, it doesn't matter because they're not there for me to look good. They're there for me to make them feel good, make them feel comfortable. And it's not something that I really think about. I think I stress out more when I have to get dressed and get dressed up. I feel like I'm more confident and comfortable, like in my pajamas, like doing what I need to do. It's more stressful for me personally when I have to actually focus on, on the style aspect. So that's funny that you say that I have style. Cause I would, I feel like I would disagree. <laughs> You've got lots of style. Absolutely. Especially when you're doing like photo shoots and stuff like, yeah. um, I like, I get jealous. Like I literally like, you know, the shoot that you did the other day and like you're sitting there and you're just, you know, you just look confident and you look stylish. And I'm like, man, like, I feel like I am confident. I feel like I am stylish, but I can't even take a photo of myself. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, it just doesn't happen for me. And I'm like, maybe I'm just not confident enough because I don't, I guess I just don't like show it off like that, you know? Right. right. So I guess it, it's hard for a lot of people, I think. No, it is totally hard. And I feel like it's hard for me too. I mean, no, nobody's seeing the 700 photos that I'm deleting. <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing? That doesn't look good. That's weird. But no, totally. I, f- I feel that for sure. Do you think it's um, helped your business, like helped your business grow? Because you got like, obviously you got lots of confidence. So you're magnetizing your perfect clients and then you've got like unique style. So when people see it, like, I guess it does give you inspiration. It's like, oh man, look at this. Right. I feel like when I first started, like I was telling you, I wasn't showing myself a lot 
like my personality. I was, I was really trying to be like the other big photographers that I saw and mm. they're very different from me. And I, I would try to kind of fit into that mold. And I talk about this in what I filmed for the summit more, I go in depth, but oh, awesome. I would try to fit into that mold and it just wasn't working. Cause I was getting these couples that we weren't fitting and it was obvious why we're not fitting. It's because I'm not being myself. And how can you fit with somebody if they think you're someone else, but it just wasn't working. And then I realized like, if I'm myself, I'm going to get the cool people that are like me that I'm going to get along with and they're going to get along with me and we're going to love each other and it's going to be fun. Even if it's not my ideal wedding, you know, what it looks like, but I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't fucking care if you're getting married in the target parking lot. If you're cool, we'll do it and we'll make it awesome. I think in the beginning you get so hooked on like the aesthetic of everything and you want everything to look a certain way. But I think at the point that I'm at now, it's all about the relationships. And it's like, if I'm not having a good time, you're not having a good time. What's the point? There's no, we're not, you know, there's no interaction that is worth it here. There's no transaction that we're getting that's worth it for, for any of us. It's not mutually beneficial at this point. Love that so much. I've got a lot of people that come to me. I actually had a really nice couple that emailed me from London and they said they, they just can't fit into the community and they're finding it hard to fit in. They've been trying for years to fit in. And I just said like the second that you stop fitting in, your business will blow up. Like I'm telling you right now, man. And seriously, like people don't know how much, how hard you got to work to not fit in sometimes because like for myself, like, um, you know, I've lost so many friends over the years and my wife sometimes is like, Jai, like, why don't you hang out with those people? And I'm like, well, I don't fit in with them. So I just don't want to be there, you know, or like even in the photography community, it's not like everyone's not for me. So I'm not in all the Facebook groups and I'm not friends of everybody because, um, we're all totally different. And I think stop trying to fit in. And if you really don't fit in, like how I, I actually really don't fit in. Like when I first started, I was undercutting the market because I was shooting for free and I was doing right. this and running workshops and you know, whatever. So what I did was I created my own community. So then right. he, I got my people to fit with me, if that makes sense. And it's so freeing. It's so stressful to try to fit in constantly. And then when you finally let go of that, it's so freeing. And you're like, wait, I can just be myself. And like, Maybe a hundred people won't want to follow me, but these 10 people will want to follow me and they're fucking sick and we're having actually meaningful conversations and it's way more fulfilling than having these hundred people that just want to follow me because they think I'm like these people and it's just, it's not worth it. So I definitely, definitely encourage people to be themselves when, when somebody tells you to be yourself, it's so vague and it's so like, oh yeah, that's easy to say, be yourself, but it is really that easy. It is that easy to just speak how you speak. Don't use the buzzwords that everybody's looking for and trying to fit in with and, you know, all of that stuff. It is, it's, it's that hard and it's that easy. And it's just, it's a gray area, but once you can do it, it's life changing for your personal life, your business, everything. I love that. Like I just never want to fit in so much that like if someone ever called me normal, like sometimes people go like, Jai, I don't want to offend you or anything, but you're like, you're really weird and, I love it. and you're out there. And I'm yeah. like, man, why would that offend me? Like I yeah. want to be that person because like, I want you to call me fucking crazy if you exactly. want to call me crazy because that's where I am. You know what I mean? Like I'm not right. like you. <laughs> exactly. It's so good. Hey, um, before we get into the chatting about the summit, I just want to ask you, is there any career highlights that you want to share over the last few years that have been like, man, like this is something that's just blown my mind. It's incredible. I think like something that always comes to my mind. And I think that something that a lot of people were like, holy shit was, I don't know if you saw it. If not, I have to send it to you after this, but I shot a wedding in front of the Trevi fountain in Rome. And it was just like the craziest thing of my life because we woke up at three in the morning, trying to get there before everyone else started getting ready. And everything kind of just worked Amazing. out. Perfectly. There was just so much stress around it because the Trevi fountain has 500 people there every hour. Like it's insane. And so to try to shoot an elopement there is like, you're setting yourself up for failure basically. Cause you're like, there's gonna be- <laughs> you know, everything is set against you. It kind of just worked out perfectly. we got there at 6am. There were like 20 people around and then it started raining and everyone left. And so Perfect. We cut up and the rain stopped wow. and it was the most amazing situation ever. And I think from that point, it was just like, stop stressing. Everything's going to work out exactly how it's supposed to, because 
regardless of whether or not we stress about that, this was going to happen. So we can just not stress and go with the flow and let it happen. And it's going to be perfect regardless of whether we have to move 20 people and ask them to not be in the photo or whether it rains and clears everyone out, it's going to be perfect. And I think I've taken that with me through all my shoots, all my weddings. If my bride's kind of like, Oh my God, something's happening. It's okay. It's your wedding day. Like shit happens and it's going to be fine. Cause you're going to get married by the end of the night, you're going to be married and it's going to be a party and it's going to be fun. And you're not going to give a fuck about the flowers arriving late or, you know, something being wrong or whatever. Cause it's not going to, don't let it ruin your day. Cause it can easily everything, anything can ruin mm. your day if you let it. I read this really cool quote the other day and it said, stress is like a rocking chair. It keeps you busy and it's something to do, but it doesn't do anything for you. Exactly. <laughs> it's like all these things we're saying are so easy to say, but hard to like implement. But if you really actually put in the effort and consciously think like, all right, this is doing nothing for me. Like what, like how do I take this energy that I'm putting into stressing and put it into problem solving and then everything will change. It sounds like the couple, it wasn't really luck that you got those photos because they just hired the right photographer because not everyone works like you work, you know what I mean? So it's one of those things like I think about it and I did a post about it on Instagram today. It's like, um, I remember in my twenties when people were going out partying, like I was literally I had this shitty job where I was working for free to go shoot bands at pubs. And everyone's right. like, why are you doing this? I'm like, oh, I'll just practice some photography. Like I love it. And then like this morning driving past people at clubs to go do this podcast episode for free. And I'm yeah. like, I still, I do this stuff all the time because I just love doing it. But them hiring you, it's like, you've got this work ethic that you're like, Hey, we're going to go there. We're going to go there at sunrise. And if it rains, we're still going through this. Like right. not every photographer is going to be like you and not every, that's why not every photographer is going to get those images that, you got that you love. No, so true. And I think about what you were saying, how, you know, you're still doing things for free. I think that's something that sets me apart. It's, I, it's not about the money. It's never about the money. I don't even know how many times a month I check my bank account. I, I just, it's, I don't even think about it. I don't care enough to be like, Hey, how much did I make? You know, how much, as long as I have enough to pay oh, for my bill and what I need, like, I don't check it. I don't stress about it. And it's just, if I'm not enjoying what I'm doing every day, that's when I'm going to be like, something's wrong here. Like I'm not setting that. a goal of like, Hey, I need to make X amount of money. Cause I just don't give a fuck. I, I'm like, Hey, I need, I need X amount of weddings to, that makes me excited. Like I need to be excited to go. I don't ever want to be dreading. I'm getting on a plane right now to go work with this person. It's probably not going to be that great. Like I don't ever want to feel that. And that's like the driving force behind everything that I do, I'll do things for whatever amount of money or for free, whatever. It's just, am I going to have a good time? Are you going to have a good time? Okay, then let's do it. It's worth it. It's crazy because the most successful friends that I have in this industry, like as wedding photographers have the same attitude always. And the people that have like struggled to get work, they're always dollar and diming people. And they're always like trying to get that little bit more or like whatever it is. But I'm exactly the same as you. Like I'm so disconnected with money that like, if like I shot a wedding this week for free, like to right. be honest, like I actually did. And um, I'm like so disconnected, but all my staff have access to my accounts as well. And they look and see how much money we've got. So, and I'm just on a wage just like they are. And it's funny because I was talking to one of my um, employees, Morgan yesterday about it. And he's like, do you ever get stressed about it? And I'm like, man, as long as when we're checking it, it's going upwards. And then that way we can keep living the dream. Right, That's right. That's what it's about. You know, it's not about like dollar and diming anything. And I love that. Yeah, I totally agree. And I just feel like once you start live, once there's that disconnect and you start living for like, nothing is as valuable as your time. And if I'm spending my time doing shit that I don't want to do, that's way more upsetting to me than spending my time making not as much money as I want to make, or, you know, making the money that I want to make or whatever. Cause like, I'm not even a spender Jai. Like I I'll make money and I'll never touch it. So I'm like, I don't care. Like I'm not buying anything. <laughs> I don't need anything. I just want to have a good time. Yeah. We are one of the same. I reckon same person. <laughs> <laughs> we, I literally spend money on nothing. Cause I don't care about spending money. I, right, I guess exactly. I, I only care about just going out and having a good time. And that's what I'm doing right now. This is what I love. Exactly. Hey, so I got in touch with you with the Wedding Photography Summit and I told you who the speakers were and stuff. Did you know who Gary V was before? I think I know the the Instagram handle. You know how you yeah. can recognize handles, but I don't know yeah. like 100% you know, what he's about. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people love him. A lot of people hate him. So there's a massive divide, but he's he 
does business from the heart. He's a hustler and he does a lot for the creative community. And so like, I was like, man, we need to get him to the wedding photography industry so he can like just sort of blow it up a little bit with like a new perspective and stuff. Because I think there's such a re re-loop with, you know, especially industry leaders all just speaking the same thing, same thing, same thing. And I was like, we need to bring something in. So even us, like, um, and yourself and myself as like a speaker, it's like we can sit in there and go like, cool, like what are we learning, you know? And I think it's so important because like me and you are just the same as all the students and anyone that's showing up to the thing. Like we're all here to learn and to grow and to make friends and to network and to be better than we were yesterday. And so I think like if I'm pushing myself to get someone that, and like even like yourself to speak at this summit, I'm going to learn so much from you and I'm going to learn so much from some everyone else, which means everyone's going to learn something. Exactly. Exactly. And I love that. That's, I'm so excited for the summit just so that I can log in and be like, Oh my God, what are people talking about? Like have my little notepad ready. Cause I'm like, I I'm not going in like, I'm a speaker. Yeah. <laughs> I know everything there is to know. I don't know shit about shit and I'm ready to learn something for sure. <laughs> That's so good. So it's so much fun. So when when it goes live, there's a chat box and the thing just goes crazy. Oh so God. we're in there trying to like keep up, like people will be asking questions and stuff's going on yeah. and we're like, oh my God, what the hell? Like, yeah. It's oh, so much fun. Oh, so excited. I cannot wait. Do you think you'll be nervous when you go live? Oh, 100%. Well, 100%. I was in my studio filming by myself and I was so nervous. And I'm like, why am I freaking out? Because I make YouTube videos and stuff and it's totally fine. But just knowing that like my YouTube videos don't get views, I'm like knowing people are going to see this. I'm like, oh my God, I hope I know what I'm talking about. That's so cool. So what are you going to be talking about? What can we expect when we show up and we're sitting there, chat box is going, your slideshow pops up at the start because we're making your slideshow and then all of a sudden it starts. Oh my God. Okay. I'm so excited. So we're talking about branding. I talked about it a little bit with you earlier um, in the podcast, but branding yourself and your personality. So I think a lot of people think about branding and they think logo, colors, all of the aesthetic visual things of a brand and all of that's important. But I think the most important is your brand personality and how people, what's that first impression they get when they see you. And so I'm talking a little bit about that. I'm talking about how to be yourself in your business and how that has completely changed the game for me and how that's what people want. People, I can't even tell you, Jai, how many people are like, it's so refreshing. You're so, you're so relatable. And I'm just like, I'm not yes. trying to be like, I'm just being like, I'm just, just being, being honest. myself. Yeah. I'm just being <laughs> myself and I'm not, I'm not trying to do anything. And that's what people like, because especially on Instagram today, everyone's trying to be something. Everyone is trying to put on a face of some sort one way or another. And it's so draining. It's, it's exhausting being on, on social media for a lot of people. And I totally get that. So it's refreshing to see somebody just not care and just be like, this is what I look like today. This is what I'm doing. You know, this happened, burn my arm, you know, like whatever, just like people just want to see, like, <laughs> they just want to see somebody that has a life that looks like theirs. Cause my life looks like everyone else's, except I just get to travel and go to a lot of weddings, you know? So do you think a lot of people just starting out in the industry, they're just going to find this super valuable, especially because you wish you heard this at the start? I really hope so. I really hope so. Because I think when you're starting, it's so easy to fall into that comparison trap of like, these people are huge and they're doing this. So I need to do this too. And it's like, no, they're doing what they're doing and it's working for them. So find what's going to work for you because it's going to just be a hole that you're digging yourself trying to do what everyone else is doing. It's not worth it. So I really hope that people, you know, listen and take, take something from it because my whole business changed when the literally the moment that I was like, all right, I'm done with this. This is so boring and not fun. Like, it's not me. I'm not myself. So when I changed that, everything changed. Well, here's a little analogy for you. It's kind of like you've gone from being a cover band to being an original band. And I think so many people, there's like the originals are out there. Everyone looks up to them. It's like, man, I go to the festivals, pay the tickets to watch the big bands, which is something like the summit, like the people that have done it. But then we all just try and replicate and, and play the same songs, you know, and right. then it's not exactly. like our business doesn't blow up until we're like, fuck it. Let's just go original. Let's like, exactly. let's be and ourselves. A lot of people won't like it, but maybe like a handful of people will, and they'll love it so much that it's, that's enough. That's enough. That, that's all you need. Yeah. You don't need that everyone. To need. Love you. Yeah. Yeah. And keep going. Sorry. I cut you off before. 
Yeah, no. So talking about that a little bit, and then I touch on plagiarism and kind of taking inspiration and how, how you can, there's a fine line between that. And I think in the industry, it's very easy to see a shoot, be obsessed with it, and then think that you have to replicate that whole thing to kind of have that same vibe and have people look at you the same when it's really just, you need to just boil it down and figure out exactly what you love about it. Is it the vibe? Is it the location? You know, what is it? And then how can you turn that into something that's your own so that you guys, there's two, you know, living art forms out there where people can go to it and see inspiration in different ways. Not, oh yeah, I've seen this shoot done 50 times. Like I'm over it. It, it just, it hurts everyone when people do that. So I just talk about that and, you know, talk about my experiences with it. So I hope people find it valuable. It's so cool. We're recording this podcast episode. We're no one actually knows that you're even speaking at the summit yet. So we're actually announcing it tomorrow. I'm going to email you today, like all the stuff. Like, do you think it's going to be exciting? Like just I'm announcing so it and releasing excited, this? I'm so <laughs> excited. I literally, I cannot wait. I have so much to do this month. Like, you know, I had no time. I literally was like, okay, we got to figure out when we can do this podcast. Cause I really want to do it. <laughs> but like next week I leave for the Bahamas for a wedding and I, I'm just traveling so much. So I set aside time on the 24th and 25th to just sit down and watch everything and just be fully present. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to start sharing on my Instagram. Like, guess what, guys? Someone wanted to hear me speak. (laughs) I think a lot of people are going to want to hear you speak, to be honest. And I know that for a fact because I put a questionnaire out into the group that from last year and I also did it on my Instagram and your name popped up way too many times. I was like, what? (laughs) <laughs> yeah amazing so huh crazy i know crazy. it's so crazy it's amazing when like you're just busy working doing your thing and then people are taking notice and i think that's just like a beautiful thing yeah i think when you stop focusing so hard on making mm-hmm. it that's when shit happens because when you reached out yes. to me i was like what i was like i remember this happening last year i was like someone wants me i was like what do you mean i don't even I'm not even doing anything on social media that's like worth talking about. I'm just working and I'm just doing what I need to do. And then you were like, no, people want to hear you. And I was like, oh my God, I'm still like freaking out. It's crazy. I want to hear you. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what I love though. Like it's literally like we are just the same, but because it's my summit, I get to curate who I want. And it's like, for me, I want real people because yeah. I've been an educator and I've been a wedding photographer for eight years. So I have been doing this for a long time. I've talked at all the big, you know, conferences. I've done all that. And it's, there's been so many where I've been like, why are we talking about this again? It's so empty and this person's not passionate. Yes, they've been around forever, but I don't think that means everyone needs to listen to that person. And I think for me, it's like, let's get people that are working hard, doing amazing things. They're just keeping it to themselves. Like they need to be on this stage and they need to inspire people because this is the inspiration that people need right now. Right. And I think that's so important because I think that in today's society, the longevity of how long someone's been in an industry and then how many followers they have is like social currency now. And it's like how, how important they are and how valuable they are when it really shouldn't be like that. Because there's a lot of people with a lot of followers that don't necessarily deserve the platform they have. And it's just like, it shouldn't equate like that. So I love that you're like, no, it's not about that because you can have a lot of followers and have no idea what you're talking about still, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm so excited. So, so excited. So I'm going to wrap it up. I want to ask you just one more question. If you're going to give some advice to people out there right now that are kind of just starting out as a creative entrepreneur and they're thinking, maybe I want to quit my job or maybe I should just go out there and, and just do something. Like, Have you got any advice or just some words of wisdom for someone that's just sitting there right now going, I want to take my, I want to take my shit to the next level? Yeah. I feel like my, my advice would be for sure take control of your own life because you only have one and your time is limited. I'm somebody that's very cautious. So I would never be like, you should quit your job and you should just go fucking do it. I would be like, Hey, you got to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Tell everyone, quit your job. What are you wasting your time for? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, okay, I have some good advice, but also maybe just weekends. I would be like, photography and anything creative. I mean, if you've got free time, that's time that you can spend working on your shit. You don't need eight hours of sleep. Honestly, you can, you can get by on less and you can come home and you don't need to watch TV and you don't need to be on social media. You need to be creating your shit and working on your website and working on your portfolio and 
shooting when you have the time, because that's the only thing that's going to make you feel confident enough to actually take that next step. Because I feel like a lot of people buy the gear, quit their job, and then they're stuck because they're like, wait, I'm actually really nervous. And I'd actually don't really know what I'm doing. And I feel like the, again, it all comes full circle of the confidence because when you're confident about it, you're not going to, you can't fail because there's always going to be another opportunity for you to take advantage of. Asha, do you ever have any free time? No. Can you find free time? <laughs> when, you, when you said free time, I was like, what are you talking about? I've never had, yeah, no, no time's free for me. I don't understand time's the concept of free time. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, I really do. It costs me it. somewhere. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll find little, you know, pockets of five minutes to do things, but it's worth it to me because I'm always so excited. I'm never doing something that I'm like, I don't want to be doing this because I'll just stop. I'm like, this isn't bringing me joy to my life. I'm going to stop doing it. It's not worth it. Like nothing is worth that. Love that. Where can we find you? On my Instagram. My Instagram is at Asha Bailey underscore. There's an Instagram account with Asha Bailey and it's a spam account and Instagram won't take it down. So I have to have the <laughs> underscore. So <laughs> Damn, I hate I that. Know. I'm so frustrating, but it's okay. That's where I'm at. That's where you guys can come say hi. And you got videos on YouTube that no one watches, just like myself. Yes. A lot of videos that no one watches. Super fun. They just sit there. <laughs> yes, it's awesome. <laughs> so we can come and find those and watch some of yep. those. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just type in Asha Bailey and I should, I should be the first one up there with little to no <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I think I've posted like three videos this week. I just started and I've, I had a look last night and I think I've got like 19 views on one of my photos. Oh, I was like, nice. Love it. Love it. We're <laughs> I was like, who are those here. people? <laughs> we're out here. We're making moves, yeah, We're making moves. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. I can't wait to say hello, get to know you more at the Wedding Photography Summit. I can't wait to get in the chat box, ask you all those questions. I'm just so excited that you're part of this community. You're bringing in your knowledge, you're bringing in your energy because we need that energy and, um, and you're keeping it real. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so stoked.